Okay, so you got a multi-million dollar motion picture project, but you're stuck. And in fact, you've been stuck for months or maybe even years. And you're wondering why nothing is happening. I mean, you've attended the festivals, you've gone to the American film market, you've had meetings, people have seen your work, they've said nice things about you and your work, you left those meetings, you felt great, and then nothing happened. In fact, nothing's been happening. And you're wondering why. I'm Jason Brubaker. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and this is Filmmaking Stuff, where we share tips and tactics so that you can take action and make your movie now. If you're feeling stuck, you're not alone, and the solution might be simpler than you think. I'm going to right now introduce you to the seven levels of movie producing, and this is a framework developed by myself and indie producer Tom Malloy. These levels are based on years of experience and they are designed to guide you, not just through the project that you're working on right now, but all of the other projects that you have in your mind moving forward. The seven levels of movie producing, it represents key stages in your creative motion picture producing journey. And by following the seven levels of movie producing, I really believe that you're gonna finally have that much needed roadmap to help you level up your producing status, to help you break free from creative stagnation, and frankly, to help you build a portfolio of creative professional level work. So as we discuss these levels today, I just ask one thing. I ask that you be open-minded. I'm gonna share ideas with you that will probably challenge your current beliefs I'm going to share ideas with you that will probably evoke a reaction like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And you might immediately think, I've already done some of this stuff. And all of that's true. But embracing these levels, whether or not you've already passed some of these levels, whether or not you want to go back and revisit them for the fundamental training, I really believe that embracing these levels can very much unlock new opportunities and expand your creative horizons. I also want to acknowledge the fact that your journey is different than my journey. You might be at different stages of your career than I'm at. You might be embracing something that I'm going to share with you today differently than how somebody else is going to embrace it. And frankly, when I share these levels with you, you might think like, man, I am already so past this level. So I want to make it clear. The seven levels of movie producing are not meant to be fully some sort of strict linear progression. But rather, I believe that by following the seven levels of movie producing, you're going to gain insights. You're going to be able to fill knowledge gaps. And I believe that by doing this stuff, you're going to find potential growth areas. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to meet new people. You're going to grow. You're going to push your projects forward. So whether or not you're a seasoned movie producer or a newbie, each level of the seven levels of movie producing has valuable insights for you. I also want to say that in a podcast episode, there's only so much you can cover with a limited amount of time. So today's episode is not meant to be the be-all, end-all of the seven levels of movie producing. However, I do believe that by the end of this, by the end of our time together, you're going to have a really good overview of what the seven levels of movie producing are. And you're also going to be able to plot a course in terms of where you're at now in your profession and where you're headed. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. What the heck are the seven levels of movie producing? Level number one, 
micro short films. In level number one, it's all about making micro short films. Specifically, you need to make 15 to 20 short videos of less than one minute long for social platforms like TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. And the goal here is to experiment with different themes, to experiment with different genres and styles. The aim is to use the resources that you have so that you can learn the basics of motion picture storytelling. It's going to teach you editing. It's going to teach you all the intricacies of you know how to do camera angles and different things like that. You're going to learn the importance of sound versus visual. The, you know, if you've heard the expression, uh, the eye forgives and the ear doesn't, you're going to know exactly why I say that and why that counts. Um, the main point of this stage, the, the level one of making these micro short films is it's going to encourage your creativity. It's going to help you learn new skills and it's going to help you to do all of this stuff within the constraints of a short form content um, where your resources are very, very limited. Level number two is longer short films. Level two, you're going to progress to making longer short films approximately three to eight minutes long. The reason for that is simple. That runtime is pretty ideal for most film festivals to slot in your movie and showcase your work. Um, This level is going to give you the opportunity to, frankly, improve your equipment. Uh, It's going to give you the opportunity to learn some new softwares. It's going to give you the opportunity to collaborate with other filmmakers and begin to navigate the world of contracts and legalities and filmmaking, where you're going to have to get location releases, where you're going to have to uh, get releases on probably actors and talent and music and all that kind of stuff. So it's a vitally important level. Don't skip it. And if you're looking for some way to quantify it, you're going to want to make at least 15 short films at this level. You do that and you're going to move up to level number three, backyard indie feature film. At level number three, you're creating a backyard indie feature film. You've probably heard this type of film described as a micro budget uh, feature. Um, That's fine. You can say that it's a step up from short films. And by doing this, even though your budgets are incredibly limited, any, it, it, we're probably talking $50,000 $50, or less. When you're doing a backyard indie, it's going to demand more extensive planning, more extensive budgeting, and more extensive resource management than the short films. But if you just did what I said, and you've already made 20 short films of that magnitude, guess what? You've already made a backyard indie. You just didn't think of it that way. So In this stage, collaboration becomes key. You're going to need a crew that trusts you and likes you. You're going to need a cast that trusts you and likes you. And it's also going to give you the opportunity once you have uh, your backyard indie feature film in the can and then you get it edited and go through that whole post-production process, it's going to give you the opportunity to go out to a film market. But instead of just being the person that has an idea for a movie, your conversation at the next American film market is hey, I got a fully finished motion picture. It's a feature film and it is absolutely ready for the marketplace. Would you like to meet with me? You go to a market like that and you have that kind of pitch, people are going to listen because what do distributors and sales agents want? They want a fully finished motion picture that's ready for the marketplace. And by having that, you, ladies and gentlemen, are in the feature film club. And that's going to lead us to level number four. Level number four is your low budget independent movie. And what we're talking about here is something that has a budget. It's like $100,000 plus, but you want to stay under $2 million. 
by keeping your overhead low, you increase the opportunity that when you go out into the global marketplace, independent of any studio, that you still have a shot for maybe recouping that investment. And so the lower your overhead, the more opportunities you have to potentially get back in the black after making the movie. So this is where you have a low budget independent film. Um, and at this stage, you're probably gone beyond just friends and family. You're probably gone beyond your personal savings and you might be going well beyond crowdfunding. You probably have a few investors, but these are typically investors that have invested in other industries. Uh, for example, the first high net worth individual I ever talked to uh, owned a series of, well, he owned a bunch of car dealerships actually in my hometown. And the second high net worth individual I talked to owned a bunch of bowling alleys. And it's funny because these are completely different industries than the motion picture industry. However, these people took an interest in meeting with me because I was doing something that was outside the norm for them. And these people, high net worth individuals that are successful in business, get pitched ideas outside of their industry all the time. And that is a tidbit of information that you got to ingrain in your soul that, frankly, people that are good at business want to invest in other businesses. So at this stage, level four, low budget independent films, you're going to be dealing with more complex legalities. You're going to be dealing with more complex logistics. You're going to be dealing with a higher tier cast and crew, probably some familiar name actors. And you're going to start building much stronger relationships with sales agents and distributors. Because once you start making more than one feature film, now you're really in the club and people start seeing you as somebody that can go out and produce product. And it's all about producing product, which leads you to level number five. Level number five in your movie producing journey is studio indie films. And that kind of sounds like an oxymoron because when you talk about, you know, what's an independent film? An independent film is any time that you're producing a movie independent of a motion picture studio. However, at this stage, you're probably dealing with some pretty decent sized budgets. And so there's a little bit of overlap between where independent films end and studios begin. So you're dealing with these larger budgets. You're dealing with higher tier actors, cast and crew and all this kind of stuff. And it all comes together to culminate into this thing where you're going to have to be at this level. You're going to have to be bondable. You're going to have to be bankable. And you're going to have to be able to navigate all the intricacies of putting together the deals. And again, you probably have your foot in some aspect of the studio system. And it's a really cool place to be at level number five. You do that enough times, you make those kinds of movies enough times, you can't help but be in the game and you're in pretty deep. And that brings us to level number six. This is where you're at the level where you're producing multiple motion pictures. It's level number six. And your credibility through all the work that I've just described has grown so much so that people can't ignore you. You have access to investors. You have access to studio producers, uh, talent agents and managers return your calls. Um, you can navigate the politics of all of that pretty easily because through all this process of producing this content, you've built the relationships, you've built the trust, you know who you can work with people like you and trust you. So you're at a place now where not only do you have a bunch of work under your belt, 
but you're getting ready to really put together a slate of movies. And throughout the course of a year, you're not just producing one feature film, you're producing multiple feature films and you're getting investment from multiple feature films. And you're really moving down that path to where you're, you know, frankly, you're working with the studios in some capacity. You're probably doing co-productions. You're probably going on the major motion picture uh, studio lots. And if you're not meeting the heads of production there, you're going into each one of the production companies that's already established on those on those lots. And you're having meetings with people who are real, that are producing. So it's going to be a fine mix of like equity investments if you still have to raise some money on your own. But likely and most likely, you're going to be doing things at much more of a studio level with studio level budgets. And this is a really interesting place to be with your career. And in this process, at level number six, if you're incredibly fortunate and you can prove yourself, you're going to move on to level number seven. And it sounds a little bit ominous if I say this is the final level, but I frankly, Tom and I have talked a lot and we think it'd be goofy to go beyond level number seven um, because level number seven represents the studio level. And we're not just talking about you know, going on the studio a lot and getting studio funding, but we're talking about movies with upwards of like $20 million budgets. And this is where you end up making like superhero movies or big box, you know, big box office blockbustery type movies. This is where you're hanging out with people like Steven Spielberg. I mean, that's level number seven. That's the, the top tier in this industry is being with the people that are recognized globally of having that kind of body of work. So you get to that point because you've done the work leading up to that point. But frankly, when you're working at that level, it is just such a nice place to be because obviously through everything that I'm talking about in today's podcast episode, if you're doing this work, you've absolutely earned it. And so when you're working at level number seven, I I mean, come on, you're hanging out with with A-list actors, everybody. It's not about you calling everybody and hoping they return your calls. It's about everybody calling you hoping that you return their calls. And that's a much, much different place to be and a really cool place if you can get there. Now, I also want to point out that you may be in a situation where working with people like Steven Spielberg and Tom Cruise and all that kind of stuff, maybe that's not for you. Maybe that's not what you aspire to be. And that's totally okay. You don't need to go the whole way to level number seven to have a pretty darn good career. But another example I want to give you is my buddy Dave. I met him about 10 years ago, and at that time, he was a struggling comedian. He was selling solar panels door-to-door and all but living out of his car. So what did he do? He started watching uh, episodes of The Bachelor with his then-girlfriend. I believe they're married now, but that's aside from the point. Anyway, he was watching The Bachelor, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this YouTube channel where I just go on and make funny videos about my thoughts on The Bachelor. Well, of course, that YouTube channel grew, and the last time I talked to Dave, he was making a very, very uh, good living uh, just in level two making these YouTube videos. Another example of the YouTube video stuff, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is known as like the top YouTuber in existence, and while I don't know the exact number of you know dollars that he brings in every year, I'm pretty sure it's in the hundreds of millions. So you don't have to go the whole way to level number seven to make a full-time living doing this stuff. But if you are in that situation, like I said, where you're feeling really, really stuck, then I would encourage you to go back and revisit some of the levels that I talked about and do some of the work within those levels. 
pick up a camera and just make something happen. With that said, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I really appreciate you taking time to listen and chat with me. I know this was probably a lot being thrown at you all at one time, but I really, really hope it's helpful. I hope you took those notes, but even if you didn't take the notes, go back and reference this episode and definitely share it with any other movie producers that you know who are feeling stuck. You may not know this, but behind the scenes, I must have recorded this episode like 16 times. I've been working on this, even though I had the outline that I was following, I've been working on getting this recording out for two days. And I actually put one out previously and I pulled it back down because it just didn't really reflect what I was trying to say. And I hope this resonates with you. I really hope that this is helpful. And again, I'm going to be building off all of the training curriculum that Tom and I, Tom Malloy and I put together over at Filmmaking Stuff, all the stuff that we teach within the Filmmaking Stuff Elite uh, Mastermind Network, all of that stuff is going to be tethered to the seven levels of movie producing. And that's why today's episode was so vitally important, um, not just to me, but hopefully to you too. So again, if this is helpful to you, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. And I'd also encourage you, if you like today's episode, not only to share it with some friends, but I'd love to see it. You know, if, if you wrote a, a comment or two through Apple or Spotify or wherever, you know, you're listening to this podcast. And finally, uh, for you, if you'd like some more valuable tips like this, head on over to filmmakingstuff.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll send you some daily filmmaking tips that I think would really help you, uh, especially as you're progressing through the seven levels of movie producing. Talk to you again real soon. And as I wrap it up today, I think that these words are going to have some new meaning to you. Given the resources that you have right now, what is the movie that you can make this year? As always, take action and make your movie now.